relax the body and say, this is amazing. Match the breath with the movements. This is uh, something I learned from this podcast from Liz Thomas, who we're speaking with today. And I've been using it since, and it really helps with accessing intuition while doing anything. And the other voices you'll hear are Leah Zanis, Kiriel Clark, Karen Trelore, and Amanda Bohr, and Sierra Trelore. Hit me up if you want to join us for the next Intuition Meetup. Here we go with this one. Hola. Hi, Sierra. I'm in South Dakota right now. In no the, way. Yeah. So funny. So just like in a very small town. So I walk a little bit and I get to cornfields. Amazing. Mm -hmm. So it's back to your roots. Yes. Yeah, roots is a theme. <laughs> Yes, you know another friend of mine. She just moved back to her own town, as well, like last week. Wowzer! Like, what did you say? I said wowzers. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so, what is this meetup actually? Oh, you want to go for it, Kiria? Okay, so this meetup is just about flexing and growing your intuition skills. So we all have natural abilities outside of our five senses. And they all have fancy names and things like that. But the goal of this is just to tap in to our inner wisdom and learn what we sound like to ourselves and how to use that to make um, choices that work in life on the go with less like brain thinking and more heart and i love it i try to do this but i don't i don't trust it so that's my problem <laughs> yeah so that would be where to learn to hear yourself really works like where you really want to go and practice those muscles um that we all naturally have and there's another one so that's muscle testing but she also sierra has a lean test too where you can use your whole body which yeah. is sometimes um, fun to do too. Sierra, Ali was telling me while you popped up that you taught her that the finger muscle testing. Yeah, so. that has like so many different iterations. What I did just today, I was going for feeling like feelings in my heart, like a, and then I was, I was like, wait, what was that feeling? So then I asked my body, uh, show me no. And then showed me that same feeling, like show me yes, and it was just another sensation. But that is something that I'm trying to do more is asking my body. But you're so good at this. Like when you show me that trick and you the way you were questioning your body, I was like, wow, that's so simple, that's so clear at the same time. Like it makes sense and. I did it the other day, like just I asked myself something and it didn't come immediately, but it came later during the day. It just gave me the answer like 
you know, it just popped in my mind and I was like, okay, that's the answer. Like, super clear, super simple. Wow. Hi, Liz. Hey. Welcome. That's, that's Karen, my mom, for a minute. Yeah, hi, everybody. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hey, hey. Hi. Oh, and Beauty said hi, or Coco said hi. Yeah, Coco heard her voice and is like, where? Where is she? What's up? How come she's not petting me? I love her. Maybe she needs to give me another bandana. I'll show you who I'm talking about. <laughs> if I can turn this around. Here, fine. Coco, say hi. See this beautiful bandana? We already have one. Oh, look at that. Hey, Coco, looking good. Looking good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yay. She's looking at the door. She's like, um, yay. <laughs> Super cool. Bueno. Um, so, yeah, we've been talking about intuition and a like inner gyroscope and uh all of the instruction and exercises that we've tried so far say like sit down in a quiet spot find your quiet place or stillness meanwhile and then i look at liz's um ideas and i'm like that absolutely requires intuition and it's like fully moving and then same with like lots of athletes and there's been times when I'm driving and I'm like, can I make it? How am I listening to my body or like just doing activities and wondering, um, I just want more expertise on this subject. <laughs> so, uh, welcome Liz. I'm curious, uh, if you have anything to say about it. Oh. About intuition? I have no idea if I have anything to say about intuition. Um, I don't know. Can you define intuition for me? Cool question. Oh, my gosh. That would be fun to do that. Remember? Um, all right. Here I am. Hi, Liz. So, <laughs> um, I really like words. And one time we did a, a play on labeling it because the intuition is described so um vaguely in my opinion for the vastness of its ability on the like webster dictionary so i challenged us one time to come up with our own uh meaning of intuition thinking about words in that same spectrum so let's create a definition of intuition that fits our perception the dictionary defines intuition as the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. How can we en enhance that? So the words that Kirill's talking about are hunch, instinct. Let's do one at a time. So like, okay. when you think about a hunch, what do you think about? Like, uh, just somebody reply like what when i have a hunch 
that today is going to rain. What does that mean? Um, for me, it means like you have the clear sensation that it's going to rain, but you can't really explain. Or sometimes you can explain like by some observation afterwards. But at the time, you just like have this sensation. I like that. So like it's a clear sensation with an observation afterwards. So yeah. I think that I think that's really great. What do you think about that, Liz? Is that like when you think of a hunt? Just confused right now. What is the session like? Like like what? I don't know. I'm just confused. I mean, I guess I'm confused to what I just like logged into. Like what's happening right now, and how long is it? And yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Sierra. Take it away. Okay. Uh, this is oh. this is a intuition meetup. So what we've been doing is meeting up and trying to like work out our intuitions like muscles, or like figure out how to use our intuition, or even just like what intuition is exactly what we're talking about now. So Curiel led a lot of the classes and like made a lot of the um, rubric, but then I've also invited other people in who like, especially people who use intuition professionally and then whatever friends can join. And then there's been interest outside of people who could join. So I've made it a podcast to um, um. share with the other people who couldn't make the Zoom meeting. Okay, but this isn't being recorded right now, right? Or is it? Um, well, the podcast is separate. The podcast, well, whatever once, yes, I'm recording this right now. Oh, so, okay. All right. I'm just lost. And, uh, and how long is it? Like, did it start? I don't know. Yeah, it's from, uh, it's for an hour. So it started at okay. an hour and then we'll end it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then what uh, we do is like say hello and introduce. And then, uh, then we typically do. Did a I just miss all that? Well, <laughs> not really. We only talked for like three minutes. We did. But we did explain. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Okay. I'm really glad you're here. And I like do feel like you have a, a like lot to say on this or like a really strong opinion or gravity gravity or whatever gyroscope that we could learn from. Cool. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I might have to leave early at some point, but but I'm happy to be here. So okay, so should I talk and about intuition or hunch? We're talking about all, all of it. So it is about intuition. We, one day we went through and we made our own idea about intuition with words that are like it. Yeah. Um, should I talk about intuition now? Yes, please. Oh, okay. Um, I guess the original question is like, what do I think it is or how do I use it? Was that it? Okay. So, uh, or maybe when do I experience intuition? Uh, well, when it comes to athletics, uh, 
it's always better to not overthink it. It's not like your body, as long as you're already trained enough, if you just kind of let your body do what it like the easiest path, it will work and it will be awesome. And you'll get the athletic whatever job done. Um, and most of the time injuries happen and stumbles and whatever uh, happen when you overthink and you don't just like follow your intuition that's in your body and you start overanalyzing things or you get, well, like you might get scared and then you start thinking too much and then you're like kind of ruining the natural intuition that would have happened otherwise in your body. And so I feel like it depends on what you're doing, but a lot of the time when you're training, you're just like training to get what's called like the muscle memory and you just naturally like you're finding where the easiest path to do whatever hard thing that you're trying to do is, but you're like ingraining that in your brain that that's like, okay. And it's safe. Um, yeah. But you're so trusted, right? When you talk about injuries, it's kind of like when you lost this trust into this flow or something. Um, yeah, normally, like sometimes you just mess up and that's fine. But yeah, you need to you need to trust the flow a certain amount to not get injured. But you don't want to be cocky and like go too hard. And so it's always in between finding the balance of like thinking, but not thinking too much, being cautious and aware, but not too much. And then like just going with the flow. Um, and like the ideal state is when you can go with the flow really hardcore and you don't have to think too much. You just do it and you're just in it and then you're just in this like blissful state um like the flow or in the zone um but but that takes a lot of skill you have to you have to like go through building it up and learning and to get to that eventually but but i feel like there's a lot of intuition along the way but of course you do want to stop and think and you do want to be careful and not get injured because that ruins all your fun but you have to not think too much so that you get like unnecessarily injured because you're pushing yourself too hard or not, you know, I don't know. It's all these little things, but sometimes if you just do it and don't think about it, it just magically works better, I, which is funny. I have a question for you. I was watching some of your absolutely fantastic yeah. videos last night, and there was one in particular that intrigued me more than even the others. And you were walking across uh, a great chasm um, on this on this. It wasn't even a tightrope. I think you called that a a slack line, and and you were doing this mm -hmm. with such grace and such ease. And um, I just, I just would love to know how you get into a mind space to be able to do that. And yeah, and what? 
yeah, just tell me how it feels and how you, you know, like I'm, I'm just guessing that's also very intuitive that you have to, in some ways, disconnect yourself. Well, I'm terrified of heights. Maybe you're not terrified of heights, but I am absolutely terrified of heights. And for, for me to see somebody do that, that feels like it would take great courage to do that. And, you know, the, the intuitive ability to understand how your body has to move in order to accomplish that goal and release, you know, like you said, not overthink it. Not overthink it because, you know, there's gravity. <laughs> it could pull you off. And I would just love to know what goes uh -huh. in your mind and how you do that. Yeah. So a whole bunch of things. Um, probably the number one thing is breathing and just breathing. And I remind myself to breathe. I count my breaths um, and relaxing. It's like you're trying to stay really strong and you're probably using every single muscle in your entire body to like stay on top of the slack line. But you also need to relax. You don't want to be over engaged. So I think about relaxing and I think about moving with my breath. And so I'll take steps with my breath. And it's kind of the same thing where I'm trying to not overthink it. I'm trying to not overthink like squeeze my core move my right arm more up or anything like that I'm trying to just let my body do what my body knows to do because I've trained my body to walk on slack lines and so you just want to, there's a certain amount of kind of like surrendering to the slack line because if you just fight it like the waves and frequency of the slack line will like kick you off if you're only fighting. Um, and sometimes fighting is necessary to like stay on, on top, but like probably if, ideally if you could just avoid it, that's, that's the best. Um, but sometimes like a random gust of wind just hits you and you're, you, you kind of have to go with it because if you just go with it, you'll have a way better chance of actually staying on. But then there's a certain point where maybe you have to like engage and turn on and try to like really fight and not fall off. But other than that, it's like um, what, I, what I do mantras. And so I'll count. I might count to four and I'll count with every step like one, two, three, four. Or I might count to eight or ten or whatever. Uh, I might count to two over and over and over and over. I might count to two like 20 times. Um, but I also, while I'm walking, it kind of goes with breathing and with relaxing. I'll think to myself, this feels amazing. And so it's not this feels good or this feels bad or why am I here or like I need to be better than the last time I was up here or I need to be better than that person. I just try to remind myself I'm here for me and I'm here because this feels amazing. And for me, it's like, it's a positive feeling, but it's not, it's not like this is the best feeling I've ever felt because like that's exhausting. You can't feel the best feeling you've ever felt all the time for a 20 minute long high line. It's, it's just ridiculous. So 
I think this feels amazing. But then when I start to fall, maybe a gust of wind hits me or maybe it starts raining, like, you know, anything could happen. Maybe I like trip because I got distracted or blinded by the sun. My thought and response to those kinds of things, or maybe I'm just tired. Maybe my arms are just really tired, but that's why I try to focus on relaxing uh, to like, instead of being like up here, I'm like down here balancing. Um, But then my next thought is, uh, it's okay. It's okay. And when I'm thinking that it's okay, I'm really embracing it's okay to fall. I am allowed to fall. Falling is fine. Falling is normal. And trying to like take any pressure and ego out of it so that like I don't like I'm trying to take any internal pressure I might be putting on myself to like walk some random piece of plastic so many hundreds of feet in the air without falling. I'm like, no, it's okay. I can fall. Like my world does not end if I fall because that's like really hard when you walk like 300 feet without falling and you fall on the last 10 feet. You're like, no. Um, but, but so I always just say it's okay. And then uh, that's also, yeah, I don't know. It just releases a lot, releases a lot for me to be like, it's okay. It's okay. And generally not always when I'm, thinking it's okay to myself this feels amazing and it's okay it's okay uh I tend to do better and I tend to not fall but you have to like embrace it and not just say it and think it like a script that someone gave you you have to like feel it and really mean it to yourself because if you don't you don't like actually embrace like I'm doing this for me and for no ego and blah 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 it's way harder to get to the other side and you're more way more likely to fall and it's just not fun so like why would you want to do it for anyone else or you know so but yeah yeah wow thank you for that answer um to me that's such a beautiful analogy for life I mean how to navigate through our lives, you know, one step at a time and, and find the joy basically in each step, you know, not every moment is euphoric, but then, you know, you're, you're still, I I just, I loved everything you said about that experience. It, it kind of gives me a, a framework to intuitively walk through life. So that was beautiful. Thank you. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks for asking. Very cool. Okay, I'll go to the next word. And then this is a question for everybody. What do you think when you hear the word instinct? The first thing that pops into my mind is something that you're born with. It's something that comes to you with your um, your inner knowing. Just like a little, uh, let's say a little turtle that just hatched out of its egg. It has the instinct, a sea turtle has the instinct to go toward the water and into the ocean. So something that is within us from birth. Cool. To me, I just pictured an yeah, animal. Yeah, you just picture like, what? An animal. Yeah, I was going to say animal as well. I always think animal instinct when I think about instinct. Like, I was just thinking about... um 
Liz because she was just saying she doesn't think about holding her core or like her right arm. And I, when a wind gust hits her and I was just like, that has to be such an instinct to be, just stay upright. Right. <laughs> like just, that is an instinct, um, you know, and the faith in that instinct that you'll stay upright in that moment. I'm still on that. <laughs> so that's what I was thinking about when you said instinct. instinct. That's what I was thinking about too. I was just thinking about movement and stuff like that. Um, I, I think it's the same thing where it's like, you want to try to not think about it too much and just let your natural instinct do it. Um, yeah yeah just you have a goal and I think the biggest thing is not blocking that instinct with fear or ego or too much lust and just like actually trying to focus on the instinct and not being distracted by it because then you're more likely to fall off that slack line or anything else (laughs) super cool Okay. Okay. What do we think when we hear the word clairvoyance? Can I have a definition again? Definition of clairvoyance. Supernatural ability to perceive events beyond normal sensory contact. So supernatural ability of perception. I think about magic. I think about empaths and how they just have a superpower to feel their feelings and basically everybody else's. Um, When Sierra read the definition, I was a little triggered by the word supernatural because it is a natural thing that we have. The ability to be telepathic, clairvoyant, understanding that to me is the whole essence of intuition it's using that instinctual innate ability that we truly are all born with um so yeah we all have it and it's a gift for us it's just a matter of unwrapping that gift and using it so yeah that's cool that reminds me of using the word amazing instead of good using the word natural instead of supernatural I do like the using the word magic with uh, with it because I feel like when you see a lot of times when I see somebody do something very um, just intuitive before you know like catch somebody as they're falling or I always feel like that's magic like those are magic moments where somebody stops before walking on the sidewalk right before something falls or it just feels like magic so I agree with that sentiment cool and then what do we think when we hear the word perception for me it relates to the senses just all senses cool for me it was or it is uh related to the stories that we're like built of like our language and our experiences become our perception. 
I was really anxious to hear what Liz was going to say about perception. Um, so I, just because to me, it's the intake of information. And again, for Liz, for you to be able to do the amazing things that you do with your body, I would, I would, I would just kind of love to know what your perception is because you have to take in information from your eyes and your ears and your body and your intuition. Everything is part of your perception. Um, yeah, my, my first thought when I was trying to think of something for perception was how like everybody's just in their own head all the time. And we all just have our own perceptions that may or may not be similar to everybody else's. And so I was just thinking about how we have our own little worlds, but um, yeah, from, from what she said, when it comes to athletics and stuff, I actually went through some phases with what I would and would not let in for my senses. Um, because I remember I was like really into long lining at a park and I was trying to train for high lining. And so I'm on like 300 foot long slack lines just above the ground, anywhere from like five to 10 feet above the ground. Some, I don't know. And um, training for high lines and I would get so distracted all the time. I was really in my head. It's like, oh, the sun's glaring in my eyes. I can hear this pedestrian screaming, fall, fall. Or like someone else being like, look, mom, you know, like you're just like getting bombarded with information and you and it's really easy for like your ego to be like, I can't fall. All these people are watching how embarrassing or just like upset at yourself for not improving. And I don't know, there's a lot of things. And so there was a little while where I slowly went into a shell and I would wear a hood over my head so that I couldn't see and I would wear a hat. And so I had this like box kind of, and I would wear sunglasses <laughs> and then I would put headphones in and I put it on like a song. And sometimes I would listen to my friend's playlist cause he was like way more into making like music playlists. And there was this really calm, relaxing song and I was walking and I was doing so well. And I think it was like the best I had ever done on this line. And, um, and then it changed to this like rap song that I had never heard of and I hated immediately. And then I just fell off the line. And so like, I just was so like sensitive. I don't know if that has to do with perception. I feel like that's just all like stimulation and like how I am and am not like processing it. Um, but I was so sensitive. I just flew off the line and I was so upset. And it, like, I was just like, why? I'm trying so hard. I got the hood and the hat and the glasses and the earplugs. But um, eventually I like slowly started peeling back the layers and I was getting better. And I was like, my mind was calming down. Um, and now I can like, oh, hello. <laughs> But now I can just walk directly into the sun with a crowd of people right there. And it's not like it's any less scary, but the baby, I think it is less scary because I'm not 
as I'm not like triggered by it. Like I try to focus on being in my head for myself and not think about what everyone else could potentially be thinking and not thinking about where's the camera? Why isn't there a camera? Why is there a camera? Are they taking a picture? How dare them? Or like, why aren't they taking a picture? And then like, also just everything like you could possibly imagine starts going through your head. And it's so easy to like, oh, the wind pushed me over. It's so easy to be like, the the sun was in my eyes. So I fell and it's like, or you can just get over it and like take all that stuff off. Like sometimes it's so nice to have sunglasses just cause, or like a hat. I think I don't, I don't do sunglasses anymore, but I might have a hat to like angle to wherever the sun is sometimes, but I don't even do that all the time anymore. But I went from hiding to try to just get the job done. And then slowly I came out of my shell and I would actually like actively try to take in my surroundings. So instead of trying to pretend I wasn't over a 700 foot canyon, I would embrace and try to like fully acknowledge in my like whole being, I am standing over 700 foot gap. Here's the sun, here's the wind, here's the air in my lungs. And so I went from like hiding to just getting the job done to like trying to open up as much as possible and just like accepting everything that was around me. And yeah, and and like taking moments on the line to do that where you just like turn and stare at a bird or like look at the sun or the mountains or something. But yeah, I went through a whole journey. Oh, I used to just wear earplugs or like headphones with a wire back when there was still wires and I would tuck it into my pants and there wouldn't actually be any music. It would just be in my pants, like doing nothing, not connected to anything. But I would wear that so that people wouldn't talk to me. And uh, cause it was like, I'm, I'm clearly busy right now. And, and even that little bit of muffle like helped me focus and it helped me to even if I could hear people to like ignore them and remember that it didn't matter and like I was having a me moment and I don't need this external output or inter- external input I don't know, right now but then I was able to shed that which felt really nice and then a lot of people were like I can't believe you highlight without music and I was like actually it's really nice <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully that relates somehow. (laughs) Yeah. I really do think that that's the process of perception. You just walked us through because my um, understanding of perception is putting things in order. And that is just like the whole process of perception as, as a verb because it is just busy putting things in order and making things make sense. I just have to jump in and say, again, thank you for that, because that to me, I can translate that into my life and how to, um, it's, it's, to me, that really helps me focus on how to let go of my ego. You know, I can understand, you know, the evolution of like shutting everybody out and the protection from outside influences and then gradually being able to be strong enough to where I can take in information without letting it throw me off the line or throw me off my path. So that's hugely valuable. Thank you for sharing that. Similar sentiment. While you were talking, I was like 
getting excited because, I mean, it's funny and it's so relatable and it's so metaphoric and so beautiful. And I'm like, oh, one, two, one, two, focus on breathing. Just think this is amazing. (laughs) And then I could like, like open my heart a little bit more instead of like feel that whatever chemicals relate to excitement. It's more relaxing. And then, hola, Amanda. Welcome. Thank you. Sorry. I'm like driving, so I'm just taking it all in. <laughs> oh, fabulous. Cool. Uh, I think we have one more word to look at. Oh, here's the punchline. These words that we all just discussed, hunch, instinct, clairvoyance and perception. These words are all synonyms to the word intuition. Yeah, so I can sum it up a little bit. So if we would make our own definition of intuition out of what we just came up with, it would be a clear sensation with observational observation afterwards, born into our bodies like animals with magic moments, putting it all in order. go team but then anybody can make their own you know like what you remember from our conversation what's somebody else's takeaway oh my I just love what you said like I just thought it was perfect like perfect sum up right I really like that exercise because here the on that email is there the definition for intuition Yes, the Webster. So read that. Yeah, yeah. So Webster's definition, and then um, will be a little different than our definition, but I think they're both very accurate. Dictionary defines intuition as the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. But I like also that while we got a definition of intuition, we got like, like how to, how to perceive, how to. Uh, relax. Anybody else have any more questions? I do. I like what you said, Sierra. I said, or that we more did intuition as a verb, like in we were doing as intuition. I feel like ours was more of an action than a thing. So that was really fun. Cool. Well, I did have an idea for a group meditation together. One of the videos that I liked of yours on Instagram was of you singing while doing the seer. And uh, singing is a fabulous, like, some of the things I've learned from trying to sing every day is that singing is a great breath exercise. It's really great for posture. And it also helps me, like, feel my body, feel which muscles are muscling. Um, And it helps me like reconcile the idea of taking up space or whatever trauma I have with that. It's a meditation on that. Um, So uh, the meditation that I thought of us doing all together is just like unmuting if we want. We could even do this while muted but just humming together like 
Mm. All right, I'm ready. Yay. Yay. Thanks, Sarah. That felt like super intimate for me. I had to close my eyes in the beginning. I was like, oh, wow. Hello, friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> and can you tell us some of the things that you love about singing? Me? Yes, please. Oh, I just love everything about singing. I just love it. I sadly frequently lose my voice because I used to have a lot of digestive issues. Um, and I've actually been going out of my way to try to heal it recently, going to acupuncture, an acupuncturist and like taking herbs and like all sorts of stuff. Um, but I, I don't even know if I can put it into words why I love it, but I love it so much. And it's like my dream to just perform and do like epic circusy things while singing at the same time i used to do show choir and stuff so that's fun it's like singing and dancing at the same time and i don't know it just makes me feel alive and i guess it helps me process my emotions if i'm like angry or sad it makes me be able to really feel that but then also get it out and like kind of feel start feeling better and start healing and it's just this like full body thing and I've definitely gone through a lot with feeling like it's too much like I'm taking too much space or being too loud or whatever and and I've definitely have gone through that part of it how you brought up like how it's triggering or traumatizing but getting that out but if I'm just like being true to like my little kids self that I just love it. it makes me feel better and happy some of my favorite moments are like when I'm doing something singing so this one time I was on a high line it's like 400 feet up and it's only like 
It's only maybe a 45 foot long high line. So it's kind of short. And I was on that high line for almost an hour and I was just singing into the canyon and it just like reverberates and it just feels amazing. And it's just, uh, I love it. I love it so much, but yeah, I, I find it very healing and connective. I've been learning more and more about how it can just connect you with so many people. And I have some friends that know way more about it than I do, but they talk about like the collective consciousness or the group consciousness with singing. And like when you just really combine and hit that perfect harmony and blend, it's just like feels this like magical bliss moment where you're connecting and resonating with so many other people at the same time and that that's magical too so it's really nice by yourself and with groups yeah wow thanks amanda will you comment on singing too yeah i was just gonna say it's super ironic that i had to miss the first half of this because i was at trio practice (laughs) so I, i was missing this because i was singing um i was gonna add that the the breath that we just did, that buzzing, uh, I actually just led that in a, a kid's yoga class that I put on at the Humane Society. Um, we did like a yoga class with the cats running around. Um, I'm kind of nerdy that way. And uh, I was just reading about, it's called Brahmari breath or bee breath. And that buzzing, that humming that is made and in unison too, it has all of these healing properties on a cellular level. And so if you guys already talked about this earlier, I apologize, but I just wanted to add that. I think it's really cool. Um, I wasn't able to join in off mute because my kids have devices blasting in my vehicle I was in. So I'm sorry. (laughs) I had to pull over and um, hang in a park for a bit. But yeah, singing is incredibly healing. And I find myself very out of balance when I do not... uh, when I'm not singing at all. And I actually also find that uh, that ties into a lot of other parts of my life. Like if I start noticing my plants, for example, aren't doing as well, I can start piecing together like, oh, I'm maybe not taking care of my plants. So I'm not taking care of myself. And oh, hey, yeah, I haven't been singing as much. I haven't, I don't know, it all kind of ties together. But yeah. I don't know. That's all I think I got right now. But it's just kind of adding some of that. It's uh, pretty incredible. I'll have to, if you recorded this, I'll have to try to catch up on the first half later of what I missed, but I'm sad I missed it. Yes, this is a podcast. Your voice is being recorded. That I can make more clear. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, yay. I'm really grateful for everything, all the connections, the connections with like words being connected to other words and then those algorithms being able to like plug them in. It's very therapeutic and um, all the connections of like listening and feeling and all the connections of like explorations we can do, like the connections I can do with my, or feel with yeah my body and the collective body so um 
that's my my final note of gratitude if anybody else wants to say like a an adios or a thanks um feel free yeah thank you for bringing us all together Sierra. i really feel um rejuvenated and this was a really fun way to spend an hour of my midweek midday um i feel lifted up feel good i feel inspired um uh, in a spiritual way, also in a physical way. Uh, just very, thank you for bringing us all together like this. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is my first one of these, and I, I didn't know what to expect, obviously. I had lots of questions, but I really enjoyed being here, and this was a really cool experience. So thanks for thanks for this. Thanks for hosting. Thanks for inviting me to this call, and I loved it. Thank you, Liz, for sharing all your all of your experiences with us. It was just enlightening. Buenísimo. All right. Adios, amigos. Bye.